Welcome back to the Wise Man's Page, the daily podcast where we read a page of the Wise Man's Fear by Patrick Rothfuss, and then we talk about it. This is page 481. Down into the alley, there was a sliver of moon overhead, and I expected to see Dennis striding quickly along her shortcut, or having a hushed and hidden meeting with her dodgy patron. But what I saw was nothing of the sort. Dim lamplight from an upstairs window showed a woman splayed out motionless on the ground. My heart thudded hard for several beats until I realized it wasn't Denna. Denna was dressed in shirt and pants. This woman's white dress was crumpled around her, her bare legs pale against the dark stone of the street. My eyes darted around until I saw Denna outside the window's light. She stood close to a broad-shouldered man with her moonlight shining on his bald head. Was she embracing him? Was this her patron? Finally, my eyes adjusted enough that I could see the truth. The two were standing very close and still, but she wasn't holding him. She had one hand hard against his neck, and I saw white moonlight glitter on metal there, like a distant star. The woman on the ground started to stir, and Denna called out to her. The woman climbed unsteadily to her feet, staggering a bit as she stepped on her own dress, then edged slowly past them, keeping close to the wall as she made her way to the mouth of the alley. Once the woman was behind her, Denna said something else. I was too far away to make out any of the words, but her voice was hard and angry enough to raise the hair on the back of my arms. Denna stepped away from the man, and he backed away, one hand going to the side of his throat. He began to curse her viciously, spitting and making grasping motions with his free hand. His voice was louder than hers, but slurred enough that I couldn't make out much of what he said, though I did identify the word whore several times. But for all his talk, he didn't come anywhere close to within arm's reach of her. Denna simply stood facing him, her feet set squarely on the ground. She held the knife low in front of her, tilted at an angle. Her posture was almost casual. Almost. After cursing for a minute or so, the man took half a shuffling step forward, shaking a fist. Dennis said something and made a short, sharp gesture with the knife toward the man's groin. Silence filled the alley and the man's shoulders shifted a bit. Denna made the gesture again, and the man began to curse more softly, turning away and walking down the alley, his hand still pressed to the side of his neck. Denna watched him go, then relaxed and slid the knife carefully into her pocket. She turned and walked to the mouth of the alleyway. I scurried to the front of the building. On the street below, I saw Denna. And the page ended there. I'm Nick. I'm Jordana. I'm Jeremy. I sort of like this page because you instantly get this sense where it's like, a, like you kind of look at Quoth and go, well, don't you look dumb now? Because he was like, oh, I'm going to follow Denna because I'm going to protect her. And it's like, well, you look like a f***ing idiot now. <laughs> like, that is kind of the point of this sequence. And I think that we shouldn't forget that we are reading it over the course of several days. But in fact, you know, this is like three pages into the sequence of him following her. He finds out that he needn't have been concerned because Denna was taking care of herself long before he showed up. Uh, and she will continue to be, ta- to be able to take care of her- herself when he's not around. And not only take care of herself but look out for other people who are vulnerable, which does uh, raise an interesting uh, points of comparison between the two of them, because they both have this instinct, this, uh, this character trait where they are inclined to help out other people who are vulnerable and in need in the same ways that they have been. Do you think that Denna is looking out for Quoth in the same way that he tries to look out for her? I think she is in her own way. And do you think that perhaps part of why their relationship begins to fall apart is that she realizes that she no he no longer needs that looking out or at least he like starts to kind of reject it no i wouldn't put it in those terms i do think that the fact that they're both trying to protect the other person and the other person doesn't think they need protecting is like a big contributing factor because they don't ever have that conversation of like i don't actually need your help 
uh, and I'm not, or like I'm, I'm accepting a risk that I know is there, but they're not mature enough to have that kind of conversation, as I recall. So I said a page or two ago that Quoth was wrong in assuming that she was going to meet her patron. I said she was going to meet this girl. I had forgotten that she intercepts this uh, attempted mugging. Let's call it a mugging, which means or suggests to me that she got waylaid. She saw this and intervened and thus missed whatever her actual intended appointment was because she sits with this girl for some time and, and, you know, lays down, you know, she gives her the business. Then I don't recall if, I don't think Denna moves on to wherever it was she was going. Basically what I'm getting at is that Quoth may not, maybe actually wasn't wrong in assuming that she was going to meet her patron and that if this hadn't happened, he might actually have managed to clock the patron. Unless, of course, Denna spends her free time doing vigilante stuff. Uh, Which, big if true. You know what? Here for it. I actually don't really have that many notes on this page other than what I started with. I think it's kind of an interesting choice that because this is the kind of scene that you have read a million times, if you've ever read a superhero comic or a fantasy novel, Rothfuss allows us to infer a lot of what is happening and instead focuses on interesting points of, of imagery or like character, little ticks of um, of like body language that reveal character rather than describing the whole scene because Quoth is too far away to really make out what's being said, but that's okay. We, we get the gist of it. Yeah, it also doesn't matter. Like the details of this don't matter one bit. We, as you say, we have seen this scene play out and it's more interesting in our heads and the little moments of body language and like the hero shot of Denna standing casually with the knife uh, is great. And I want a picture of that. Jordana, hint, hint. Yeah, he focuses on the details that do matter. What? A great hero shot of Dennis standing with a knife. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I can make that happen. I, I realized that you were trying to be delicate before, but I think the fact that her white dress is crumpled around her is makes it pretty clear that this is an attempted rape, not an attempted mugging. And I think that is actually contextually important. Okay, I was attempting to avoid the R word, but uh, there you have it. Uh, this is, in fact, a, a disrupted sexual assault. And as we will learn, I believe that she this this girl is a sex worker or is trying to like get into sex work. Uh, and that is kind of what Denna explains to her about. She is a, a new to it. And, you know, this raises the the difficult topic of the threat of violence inherent in sex work, which I don't know that I really want to want to get too deeply into on this podcast. Well, no, I don't think any of us are particularly qualified to, but I don't think that we should pussyfoot around the fact that it's a rape, not a mugging, because that's important for the context of the rest of the scene. Duly noted. So be it. Yes. Are we all out of notes? I think so. Except, of course, that this, the Denna's knife is an example of something that has been foreshadowed, right? We know that she keeps a knife strapped to her ankle, and they both learned to do that from her. And a wonderful bit of moon imagery comes up when Rothfuss, he doesn't describe the knife. He says he sees the white moonlight glitter on metal. The moonlight, again, reflected in something that Denna... That is a good note. I like that with. note a lot. Mm-hmm. All my notes are good notes. Yeah, it's debatable. And listeners, I have, I have more good notes. Impeccable notes. Immaculate notes on tomorrow's page. Of... Um. The wind. Next notes. 